What's up, friends? Happy Friday, and welcome to the fifth episode of The Local Podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That is, in fact, my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. If you want to add video to your marketing strategy, reach out, get a hold of me. I've got all these ideas up here in my brain, and you can get them with one simple secret phrase. Let's have a meeting. That's the secret phrase. It's like shining the bat light up into the sky. I know that then I will have to come and help you with your marketing needs. So get at me on Facebook at Jordan Hauser Digital. Or if you're thinking, how can I advertise my business on this very show right here in this introduction area? Well, if you're interested in advertising on this show, you can always get at me at thelocal724 at gmail.com. Today in studio, we're happy to have Angie Shaw. You might know her as Art with A. You've seen her work around town at different locations, The White Rabbit, Deviate, Invisible Man Brewing, and plenty more. We're talking about the journey into entrepreneurship and how that has transformed her life into something she's very happy about. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Angie Shaw, welcome to the show. Jordan, thank you so much. This You're is awesome. awesome. <laughs> I'm excited to have you in. Same. So you run two different businesses here in Greensburg. You own and operate two businesses. I do. It's so funny All to right. me. <laughs> it's awesome, right? It is. I If you would have asked me years ago, I never would have thought. Never, ever. So yeah. it's really cool. Being an entrepreneur, I think, is one of the most like freeing experiences For ever. sure. Yes. Ever in the world. Yes. I adore it. I don't think I could ever ever do anything else now, honestly. Definitely not. Yeah. I could never imagine myself having like an actual nine to five job. No, no. It's just, it's wild <laughs> to me. So I joke, I'm like, if I fail at this and I have to do something else, it's going to be really hard. So. I know. <laughs> I think about it all the time. Yeah. I mean, you have to. You do. That's, you keep yourself uncomfortable and that's how you keep succeeding though. Yes. I think that's good. Wow. Yes. That's deep. So, very deep. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your businesses. What do you want to talk about first? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I do both art and photography. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been doing those collectively full time now since, um, I believe last June, um, I left just a part-time job. I slowly weaned myself off of just working, um, you know, for other people. I, I always did photography on the side since 2012. So any job that I had, I was doing a little bit of that. Um, not very well. Um, really very ignorant at the time, didn't know really what I was doing, but, um, I just always had a passion for it. And then one day it just kind of struck me and I was sitting, you know, just at an office job and I was like, I, I can't be here. I don't want to be here. I'm not supposed to be here. I had this like overwhelming thing just happened to me. And I literally, I, I quit, you know, and I, I gave a notice and, um, I was terrified. Yeah. You know, here I was, I was, I'm the single female. I have a mortgage. Um, you know, people thought I was crazy. They're like, you're going to have to get a job. Um, but I just, it was literally a leap of faith. Um, and I pursued art on top of that with it. And, um, it's just been the hugest blessing. It's crazy. Yeah. So the whole time you were working your other job, were you kind of doing this as a side project? Yeah, just honestly, just the photography, the art really didn't start until, um, a couple years ago. Um, and it's weird because I've, my passion with art 
was way, way back before photography. Um, Photography probably really got interested in that when I was like in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, But art, I mean, ever since I was little, you know, just coloring was like my thing to do. Coloring on the walls, you know, my parents would come, come in and there's crayon everywhere, but, um, and I always, when I was little, I always told people I was going to be an artist. Yeah. So it's just wild to actually look back and see where you've come from and where yeah. you are now. So it's crazy. Did the other kids in the neighborhood hate you because you would come out and do awesome things <laughs> like with Chad or the sidewalk chalk and they were just like, Oh great. Angie's coming again. Yeah. My stick figure people were like a little bit cooler than theirs. <laughs> right. Like my lines were a little bit straighter, you know? Nice. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I think that that's kind of the way that most people start, mm-hmm. you know, they get that, uh, you know, their, their passion and all of their, uh, what do you want to call it? Just kind of their ideas built up while they're doing everything on the side. And then they finally take that leap of yeah. faith. And from there it's nonstop. Yeah. I hope, I hope that for me, yeah. I hope that it just, because it's definitely waves too. And that's the scary thing, you know? And like I said, mm-hmm. I have, I have a house, I have bills. Yeah. So I mean, I'll have weeks and months that are like really on fire and I'm like, man, I I know this is where I'm supposed to be. And then I have weeks that I'm not really feeling like I'm doing enough or earning enough. And it's just this constant roller coaster, but it's wild. Yeah. And that's how it is. I mean, it's that way with everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that way with me and every other entrepreneur that I know. Yeah. So did you, um, kind of funny though. My dad, he was kind of like the same way. So me and my wife, we went and bought a house. Mm -hmm. And the day we closed on our house is the day that I quit my job. Oh, boy. I (laughs) I had to have my job to get that loan. Yeah. And then the day we closed, I was gone. Like, bye. Yeah. And uh, I called my dad and uh, we were in Home Depot and I was like, hey, (laughs) bought a house today. And he's like, all right, good job. Congratulations on the closing. And I was like, and I quit my job and he literally lost his mind. He was just like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And, uh, once he realized that, you know, I was very serious about it. And, and just within a few weeks I was like calling him and telling him like, Hey, got my first client, right? Did this, did that. Um, got shoot dates available Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And he was just like, okay, things are starting to happen. And now he's just like, He's super, super yeah. excited for me yeah. and stuff. And I feel that, you know, it's every parent's job yes. to be worried about their kids. It's the generation too. It really you know? is. Which surprises me because I look back at like our grandparents and our parents' generations and a lot of them were small business owners, you know, mm-hmm. like before you had these crazy like Walmart and all those yeah. kind of things, like you had the small shops. Um, but I think that's the hardest thing when you do something like this is the parents, you know, because oh, yeah. I was the same way, like. Um, and my parents, I love them and they're so supportive. They're literally Mm -hmm. the best and I can't imagine life without them, but it is, it's, you know, they look at you and obviously they want the best for you. They don't Mm -hmm. want you to make mistakes. And, um, but yeah, it's kind of cool when you can prove that to them. Like, Hey, I know, I know what I'm doing. Absolutely. I feel like my dad definitely thought I was being reckless. Yeah. It was just like, and you know, speaking of like generationally, that is definitely like kind of where he was leaning. He was just like, look, I don't know that, you know, now's a good time to start a business because (laughs) you know, the stock market and this and that and the house and credit. And I'm just like, look, man, like none of that bothers me. None of that is going to do anything to me personally. Like I know what my goals are and I'm just going to chase after those. Mm, And and that's just, I mean, that's what you got to do. I know more entrepreneurs now that are like all of my friends than I've ever known, like in my entire life. Right. 
it's crazy. It seems like now's the time that if you want something, you go out and get it. Right. And, and it's awesome. And it seems like you're doing that twofold. I'm trying. Right? I mean, I know that I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. I do admit that there's still a lot that I don't know. Yeah. Um, art, good. art's a little bit That's lenient good. because I mean, I feel like, you know, you, it's more interpreted, you know, differently than photography, but I feel mm-hmm. like photography, because you do still need to have a certain amount of almost like book smart skill to it. You know, you have to, especially if you're shooting manually, you have to kind of know what to change to get the look that you want. Or if Mm -hmm. if something's not coming out the way you want, how do I fix it? What do I have to change setting wise? Um, Where art, you don't have that, you know, it's, it's more of kind of like, Oh, I'm just going to erase this or paint over this and and do it again. Um, So they're both, they're both creative and they're both like artsy, but they're both different too. Um, and photography for sure, I, I struggle with the most because, um, it's so technical for me and yeah. I just want to perfect it. Um, where the art I'm, I'm not, I don't really feel that way. It's yeah. weird. So I think it's cool that you're, you're challenging yourself to go into, you know, something that's a little intimidating, like every day. Yeah. I mean, like I, I love to learn every single day. Mm-hmm. I've been shooting video and photography both for probably about 14 years, maybe 15 years at this point. And every single day I learn something new, whether it's from YouTube or whether it's from even like an intern that I've worked with at a previous job. I mean, those guys are getting straight out of school. They have up to date knowledge, you know, and, and, and there you are, you know, you might be like the head video guy at this cushy job. Mm -hmm. And you've got this kid coming in saying like, well, hey, if we do it this way <laughs> and I'm all about it, I love yeah. it. I'm just like, yes, feed me more. Yeah. Like I, I just love to learn all this stuff. So it's funny. I feel like photographers now coming out like and just starting. I, I joke that they don't have that like awkward middle school fades, you know, like <laughs> like me, like when I was in middle school, I was dorky. I had like perfectly round. I'm still dorky, but like perfectly round glasses. I had a perm braces inhaler. I was in band. I was like the epitome of nerd, yeah. um, you know, and I feel like photographers now don't have that awkward stage, you know, like they're coming out and they're they're doing good work. And I'm like, man, like, you know, when I first started out. I'm like shooting on auto, shooting JPEG. I had no, no clue. Um, So I do, I have high hopes for where it's going to take me. I hope that I can still do it for another 10, 20 years, whatever it is, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like you just, you go out and you pound it every day and you just, you learn and that's how you get better. I mean, growth, that's, that's what it is. You just chase after goals and pretty amazing i mean like i'm more of a technical guy Mm -hmm. so you know video cameras all that stuff um as far as like art goes and stuff like that i mean i've had to take those classes Mm -hmm. in college uh did you go to art school i did not i I didn't study photography or art i mean i had like basic art classes in high school you know like just drawing and painting and i loved pottery but i think maybe that's why i feel so insecure a lot of the time um i've done mentoring but i've I still feel like I'm always learning or there's yeah. something that I don't know, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that art school makes me feel any more confident. Okay. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't. I, I think when I was there, you know, I'm in college. Yeah. So a, uh, first and foremost, I'm there to, to, to party. Right. And hang out. <laughs> so, and, and the fact that like we're using like all of these uh, editing programs and technology that has 
been gone forever, mm-hmm. you know, is just so crazy to me. So like anything that I learned there, except for maybe the basic knowledge of just like, you know, putting a story ad- together, like an editing or something like that. That's, that's pretty much all I can take from it. Okay. And I mean, you know, we were using what was called video toaster back in the day. I don't even know if <laughs> you know what that fun, is. That sounds fun, no. <laughs> so there's Adobe Premiere, which is like, you know, in Final Cut. Yeah. Those are the big ones right now. Uh, Avid or whatever, if you want to throw that in the mix. But Video Toaster was actually created by Dana Carvey's brother. Really? Dana Carvey. So his brother wow. invented this editing software, and it was a humongous machine, probably the size of that mini fridge right there. Okay. And it just had tons and tons and tons of hard drives in it. And it, you needed this giant thing to edit videos. Now, you can edit videos on a phone yeah. that you can slide in your pocket. Yep. And it's crazy. I worry about that you know constantly. I mean? I'm like, it's these nuts. iPhones, they're going to, what am I, I'm going to have to get a job. <laughs> I've actually, I've, I've talked about that with a lot of my photographer friends. Yeah. And where I land on that all the time is yes. Everyone now has the capability to take a really good picture, Mm -hmm. but what makes a really good photo to me personally is composition. Mm -hmm. If you can compose a photo and really make me feel something from that photo, then you are a photographer. If it's somebody that's like, hey, I just went to the greatest restaurant in Pittsburgh, here's my plate. I mean, yeah, (laughs) that picture is going to look great and you could probably edit the shit out of it, but... That doesn't do anything for me. Right. You know what I mean? Good point. Yeah. So I feel like there is that separation. There's that line mm-hmm. that I think maybe some people have crossed. Like maybe a lot of those moms that, you know, had jobs and had kids. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, maybe they wanted to jump back into the workforce, but wanted to take care of their kids. So they became a photographer and they yeah. go out and they do family sessions and they, they focus and they get really, really good at like newborn sessions and things like that. You know, some of those people, they cross that line mm-hmm. into pro and, right. uh, you know, some people don't. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. What's your, uh, so between the two, I mean, I know you love them both, but I do. what's your, what's like your love? Uh, it's gotta be photography. Really? Yeah. I mean, um, there's just something about, you know, I do love art. Um, I think because the, I think because I'm not super tat like I can't draw portraits to save my life at all like I can't do faces so the the art that I do is very specific um you know mostly like my script writing or um just things like that I do a lot of writing Mm -hmm. truthfully um but photography I I think about just documenting something that literally and I don't think about it too much but when you really do deeply think about it it's crazy just that this like living breathing thing that you're documenting and you're bringing that personality forth. It's like you mm-hmm. said, if, if you can look at an image and feel something, um, especially with like weddings or, you know, the, the emotional moments, maybe like birth photographers or wedding photographers, right. or, you know, if, if an image has a backstory to it, if you see a, a photo of a baby and, you know, the caption with it is like, oh, all the testing that it took to yeah. bring this little baby into the world. So that's like, that's my thing, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like everybody finds their niche right? and they go for it full steam. And yeah. I think, I think it's great. Do you shoot weddings? I do. Okay. I do. Um, it's a long day. Usually um, it's like all day. Yeah. Um, and plus like the culling through afterward and the editing. So it's a lot more, you know, sessions are pretty quickly, like shooting mm-hmm. time is pretty fast. Editing's pretty fast, but yeah, weddings, but they're worth it for sure. Yeah. And um, 
it's crazy to, to think that I've kind of been a part of that family for the day, you know, like yeah. you're, you're talking to mom and you're joking with dad and like you, you learn about them and it's like, wow, I get paid to do this, like to hang out with these yeah. people and to, to capture all these emotions. Like if you're doing a first look or just even like the vows and the dances usually get me, yeah. um, you know, and, and you just, they're allowing you to have that glimpse into their lives, this moment mm-hmm. in their lives, which is a huge moment for them, obviously. For sure. Um, yeah. And they're trusting you to capture that. And I mean, it's like mind blowing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, uh, I just got out of the wedding game myself not too long ago. Yeah. So it was just, uh, now that, you know, business is kind of at the forefront of my mind right now, you know, business to business stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I liked doing. And then it slowly became just kind of like, something that I felt like I was had to do mm. and I wasn't enjoying it as yeah. much as I used to. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, like when I first started, I was really like grateful that mm-hmm. I got to meet some like really cool people. Some of my best friends that I've, I've met, um, that I could reach out to and talk to at any given time were people that I shot their weddings mm-hmm. and you know, we, we grew this relationship between the two or well, three of us. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just really cool. It's a really neat thing. To yeah, do that. for sure. And from the weddings, even, you know, we'll get to know these people and they know you and then, you know, you hear that they're having a baby. So they yep. come to you for that. And then, oh, you know, she's she, he or she's six months old. Now they're sitting up. Let's document that. And like one year birthdays with cake and every, you know, and you do, you just, you become part of that. It's so wild. Um, and it is, it's like, I, I have to really remember that I'm so incredibly blessed to be able to do what I do and full time nonetheless. So that's, that's a big thing. I mean, I run into a lot of like when I'm out for video, Mm -hmm. if I would be shooting a wedding or something and we're sitting there having dinner, I don't know, me and a photographer or something, you know, that's one of the biggest things, you know, right off the bat, I'll just be like, Oh, do you do this like full time? Is this like, you know, you weekend warrior type of guy? Yeah. And (laughs) a lot of them, they really are, you know, they do the part time because, they have that job and yeah. it's like, it's really kind of just like, I don't want to say hindering their progress. I mean, like kind of just, uh, it's, it's too comfortable. Yeah. It's too comfortable for them. Yeah. Like, and you know, I, they ask me then in return, like, well, what do you do like full time? And I'm like, well, I own my own video business and you know, this is what I do. And, um, they, always just look at me and they're kind of just like, wow, how does this like work yeah. for you? You know what I mean? Right. And I always try to tell them I'm, I'm like the biggest proponent to like quit your job and go do something that you like. Amen. Like, I love it. Yeah. It's the greatest feeling in the world. I used to be a very, very angry person yeah. all the time when I worked. Yeah. Like I just, I came home. I didn't want to speak to anyone. I would just like sit on the couch, drink alcohol all the time and, uh, you know, just get up and go do it again. Mm -hmm. And it was terrible. It was an awful feeling. I would have fun at work with some certain people, but it wasn't fulfilling for me. Yep. So now anytime anybody is like, I hate my job. I'm like, yo, find something that you like, cultivate that and go quit your job. Yes. I I agree for sure. It's so amazing. When did you know that you had this love for photography? When did that all come out? I know you said like back in high school, but yeah, I mean, I, I really started doing it on the side in 2012 Mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of grew from there. Like I just was taking my camera random places and just asking if I could, you know, just any event, um, anything big or small, just if I could, 
document it and just get practice, you know. Um, meanwhile, like I said, I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I think that's when it kind of hit me was when I just started doing that. I knew that I loved it. And then when I first got paid gigs, you know, and they were small because, and it was hilarious because I'd spend like hours with these people. Like I'd do like a really long engagement session for like $20, you know, that was like my first thing. Um, but it was, it was cool. I got excited about it. I got excited Mm -hmm. to review what I captured and to, um, back then too, I, I just had a totally different style of shooting and editing. And, you know, I lived for like dramatic angles. Like if I could photograph you, on a tilt, you know, I felt so pro, but, um, (laughs) it is, it's funny. You look back and you're like, man, was that even me? Was that the, even the same person? Um, but yeah, I probably then like, probably like 2012, 2013, um, when I officially was like, I want to do this for people. I want to put my foot out there and just kind of experiment. Um, and then, yeah, when I, when people actually started paying me, which is funny because I'm like, man, they paid me for like bad work, you know? And I know like even now I look back, you know, if I look back a year, two years ago, there are so many things that I wish I could reshoot or right. re edit for people or like weddings yeah. I wish I could redo. But um, in a way, I hope to never lose that because yeah. I think when you stop feeling that way, like you said, you're, you constantly have to grow. Yeah. And I don't ever want to stop growing. Um, so yeah. I think, I think the growth and goals. You know, those are two very corporate terms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those are things that I did learn in previous jobs that actually have helped me and have stuck with me. Um, for as much as I can sit here and say that, like, I really hated, you know, my my pre my last job. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very cushy position for a giant company. Um, I was the video guy there. And, uh, you know, every single day, that's what I was doing. Friends of mine were so jealous. They're just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm the video director at this humongous company. And, <laughs> you know, cush job. Always sounds that, better, right? You know? Yeah. Benefits, nice salary. I mean, like, everything was just awesome. Yeah. But I just wasn't happy there. But what I did learn, when I when I left there, I was like, I'm not doing anything corporate I'm not doing anything that, you know, would even reflect anything like that. But immediately... I started thinking to myself, like, wait a minute, I did learn some really good stuff because, I mean, even me leaving that place was me following a goal. You know what I mean? Like chasing a goal and doing uh, things like that. And then like, you know, once you start to realize like you're at peace with the corporate world and you're just like, okay, (laughs) I lived it. Now I'm doing my own thing and you don't hate it so much. You're just like, yeah, I was there. Right. Then you start to grow and you really do start to pull from previous experiences that you've had there. I mean, like talking to clients, I would have never learned how to do that for without, sure. without these jobs and right. stuff. So they, it is an important step for people to take. Yeah. Um, you know, I would never say come right out of college and just start your own business. Yeah. That's, that's a risky move right there. Live at home as long as you can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's wild to me that, um, you know, there are people that, that can do it, that can just leave like school and go straight to it without, you know, integrating themselves in the corporate world and things. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's really awesome just to, to see people growing and see people doing amazing things. Like I want to jump into your art real quick. Sure. I think, well, I'm looking at your notes and you have like the neatest handwriting <laughs> Oh, ever. well, thanks. So, That's what I'm told. <laughs> right. 
so that goes hand in hand with your with your signage and things like that. Yeah. Like I didn't really I had no idea who you were until I saw a picture of you sitting underneath your work at the Invisible Man Brewery. Yes. How cool is that space? Right? Yeah. It was very cool. So I saw that and then I started looking at other pictures of yours and I was like, oh my God, she's done everything here. <laughs> I you, love it. You've done everything. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. it's It blows my mind, honestly. Um, and that's the thing. I kind of just started doing just decor, you know, mm-hmm. doing like hand painted stuff for like the home or whatnot. Um, and Tommy at the white rabbit at one point, um, renovated and he put a call out there that he was looking for somebody to redo their menu boards. And a bunch of people tagged me and they're like, Oh, reach out. And I remember thinking like, I'm never going to get that. You know, how, how am I like, he's has like thousands of thousands of comments to go through people probably reaching out to him. Like I'm never going to get that. Um, and I did, and it was so crazy to me. Um, I love Tommy. I mean, I still work with him. He's always updating coffees and I'm constantly updating the boards. Mm -hmm. So that was like my first like city business gig that I got. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, it just grew from there. Like deviate was another that put out like a a call for artists, like with their chalkboard wall, Um, Mm -hmm. which I think they just literally one day decided to paint the one wall, you know, chalkboard. Um, And I, again, it was like, well, and I felt bad because I'm like, here I am working for another coffee shop. Am I even allowed to do this? You know? Right. Um, but I got that one too. And yeah, it just like evolved and it's crazy. Um, and I didn't want to miss anything. I, I don't know if I will, but I wrote some down. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's the rabbit, there's deviate, um, IMB, which is a really cool experience too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been to Pittsburgh Barbecue Company in Delmont. Right I off haven't. of 22. I pass um, it all the time. And yeah. I love barbecue. I don't know why. Their food is phenomenal. I had them at a wedding one time at, um, you know, during dinner and yeah. so good. Their cornbread is amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did like a little wall mural for them and then their menu board. Um, I did Sweet Buzz in Harrison City, yeah. updated yeah. menu board for them. Um, Dawn is like the sweetest person ever. Um, I do have a piece in the alley here. Um, it is broken which I feel so bad about one of the vinyl records. It's like the, sil- I don't know if you've walked through there. Yeah. Um, it's like a silhouetted little girl, like painted in black and reaching mm-hmm. for like vinyl record balloons. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of them is broken, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and just like different other companies too, like the hair salon that I go to, uh, Dre Bella and Connell. So I did like a service board for them. I've done, um, the chalkboard at the Herald schoolhouse, um, I've done like little signage for other businesses. There's Maisie Cakes, um, the Tea Life, just like these little things, these other people who are just trying to network too. Yeah. So really cool, really cool stuff. I think it's awesome. And you've done some, you've done some signage for like weddings and stuff too. Yes. So you're like, that. that is kind of how I think that you're most genius is because oh, you would go and, <laughs> okay, say, you know, most brides know a photographer. Yes. My best friend shooting it or right. my best friend's husband shooting it, blah, right. blah, blah. So they might not hire you as a photographer or they might not bring you in for like video or this or that. But what you've been able to do for yourself was then say, okay, cool. But here's this other stuff that I offer. Mm-hmm. So you're keeping yourself like very well in the mix and it's very yeah. awesome. Like I've seen Thank like you. the mirrors, the mirror yes. work and stuff. Yeah. It's fantastic. Thank you. Like your writing is it, it, some of the stuff on there, I was like, how in the 
hell does she write like it's this? It's freehand too. That's crazy. Sometimes I feel bad because I'm an overthinker and um, I obsess, you know, and I'm a perfectionist and like, it's not always perfect, but, right. um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's, it is, it's, I, I really love doing signage for weddings, like yeah. seating charts, guest books, um, just a bunch of stuff. You know, yeah. and, it, and and brides will come to me with these ideas and to see them brought to life. And I've had brides, honestly, multiple brides tell me like, so far, this is the, my favorite part of wedding planning, or this is like the, the only thing that's gone right so far planning my wedding. And like, yeah. you know, I feel bad for them, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, like they can get that excited over a mirror with some paint right. on it, you know? <laughs> and I mean, well, these are things that like people want to have in their wedding. Right. So like they need that stuff. Yeah. Somebody's got to offer it. That's you. Right. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And the fact that like you're doing all the other signage for like, you know, businesses around town and stuff. You talked about getting that first gig with the white rabbit and now you've got a whole list. Yeah. I mean, that's growth. That's amazing. Right. That's awesome. It's really cool. And how long, like how long ago was it that you did? Only a couple years. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's a lot of growth in a small amount of time. Thank you. It's really cool. Yeah, it's surreal. Um, I hope to never stop. I mean, and I, I've spoken with some other people and have some things in the works. Um, I never like to like really say it because you never know if it's going to really happen or not. But I, I get excited about it. I get excited that people are still reaching out or, you know, that through other people, they're finding me and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, hey, you would be great for this. I, or let's sit down and talk about this or, you know, um, so it's really cool. Yeah, it is. I mean, I found that word of mouth still mm, for in sure. this day and age is the number one way to market your business. I agree. It really is. I mean, hence this whole podcast. Yeah. That's what this whole yeah. thing's about. Right. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's really wild how, you know, you just have to be very creative in how you attack that. Um, you know, you could go and have your friends and family just say like, oh, hey, you know, Angie does this, Angie mm-hmm. does that. But- you know, if you can figure out some way to have people talking about you and the yeah. stuff that you're doing, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, like, I'm sure there's tons of ladies that walk into that hair salon and look at that and say, like, that's awesome. Who did that? Right. You know, and who knows? Their their uncle might own whatever, right. some giant bakery down in Pittsburgh or something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's very cool Thank to see, you. like, all the different things that you've done. Thank you. So, but uh, bouncing back to photography real quick, mm-hmm. do, what is your favorite, like, what's your favorite thing to shoot? Do you like weddings, portraits, baby sessions, kids, all that stuff? For kids? sure, kids, yeah. Man. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not usually the, the answer that people get. Not my favorite. <laughs> and it's funny, I, I have photographer friends who it's not their favorite, you yeah. know? Like, if I work with other people, say I do, like, weddings with people, and mm-hmm. they're like, I'll send you the kids because I don't want them. Um, and yeah, I agree. I mean, kids definitely, um, they're crazy, you know, but that's what makes them fun to me. Like from the time that they're sitting up, um, until they're like grade school, I Mm -hmm. mean, they're just they're. I think that's just when they're at their realist, you know, as far as like humanity, um, (laughs) you know, and, and me, anyone who knew me as a kid, my parents especially would tell you, like I was the most difficult child. Like I would act out and I was crazy and I was bad. I was into everything. I caused problems. Like I was just literally like a wild child. Um, but in a way it's like, you still carry that into adulthood that like that heart and that drive. Um, 
But at the same time, it's like the world kind of changes you and makes Mm -hmm. you a little bit more hard or makes you bitter or makes you all these things. And it's like, I do, I want to like hug all these kids and like have them never grow up because they're just, that's the realest they're going to be. So Mm -hmm. I think when I can document that, um, and just have that personality shine through a photo, you know, you can look at that and, and you don't see just a fake smile because right. mom said, Hey, look here and say cheese, right. you know? And I, that's my goal is that I, I want to play with them. I want to interact with them. I want to bring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It really is. That's awesome. Yeah, that is fun. I have, I have one, well, I have a couple kids, families that I work with that I've been kind of shooting since they were young. Mm-hmm. And so every year or a couple times a year, I'll go and I'll shoot them. And it really is kind of exciting to me, even though I don't like doing the kids sessions so much. <laughs> it is, you know, with these individuals, it's, it's exciting to me to watch like the kids growing up. Yes. My, my repeat people who are so loyal, mm-hmm. like I just, I love them and I'm so thankful for them because they don't have to keep coming back. You know, yeah. there are so many people in this industry who do what I do and that's what, makes it so tough. And mm-hmm. I, I know there are a lot of people out there who do produce better work than I do. And that's even hard too. Um, but the ones who are like really in it for me, you mm-hmm. know, they're, they're coming for me. And yeah. I just so appreciate that. And the fact that I can, again, it's like how I said with weddings that you become a part of that family. I've yeah. met so many close people from just photographing their lives, you know, and now I like know so much about them and we're close and it's just, it's so crazy. So it's, it is, it's such a blessing to be able to do. Yeah. I think just, you know, just like you said, you know, people are coming out for you. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always, that's with everybody. Right. I mean, there's always somebody that shoots a better video. There's mm-hmm. always somebody that shoots a better photo. Um, I don't let that bother me at all. Yeah. You know, oh, I, I, take, I wish I could be like that. <laughs> honestly, I take, I use it as a learning experience. Yeah. I think about like, I analyze a lot just because like I am that technical guy, like I'll analyze something and I'll just sit and I'll say like, okay, so this is like the kind of like technique they use to shoot this. Mm. Uh, they probably had a slider because that shot is way too smooth. See, I can't do you know, that. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just like I sit and I think and I see yeah. like what would be yield that result. Mm. And then I learn and I just, then I, I incorporate that into my stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it works cool, if it doesn't, then I don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, if you, you want that guy, go get him. Yeah. You know, it's not that big of a deal. I think it's because I'm just so not techie. So my, I feel like my photography journey has been so, as far as like improving, I feel like it's taken me a little bit longer. Like I feel like a little yeah. bit slower than everybody else because I don't, Maybe I just see it too much from that one side of the brain, you know, like I only function like the artsy side of the brain. So the technical, it's like, okay, how do I do this? How do I produce this look? And it's with me and it sounds bad, but it's a lot of just experimenting and like trial and error. Yeah, for sure. Trial and error. Yeah. Some days I'm like, oh, wow, that's real. How did I do that? You know, and I'll have to like take a picture of my settings or like remember what flash power I had. But yeah, it's like it's just constantly learning, constantly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I have a client, they um they kind of shoot their stuff in-house, mm-hmm. like photo-wise. They do a lot of headshots and uh so they would send this stuff to me to retouch and you know, I was getting some things with like really crazy just blown out faces and stuff and they were like, "Well, can you make this work?" and I'm like, 
can you retake the photo? And they're like, oh no, they don't live around here. And I'm like, oh Jesus. So I'm going in and like, you know, sampling the closest skin color to that highlight and then painting their foreheads back in. Yeah. You know, this has taken me like two days, three Mm -hmm. days to do like a bunch of portraits. And, um, you know, I finally was just like, let's, uh, let's, let's set your studio up. (laughs) So I just went in and was like, Hey, let's put this here. Let's put this there. I was there for about a half an hour. We shot like 25 photos and I finally got it to a point where now the work that they send me is going to be so easy for me to fix Mm -hmm. that I basically just helped myself and helped them out. True. Yeah. A great deal. So it's like trial and error the whole way. I mean, like I still do trial and error for everything, everything that, you know, I feel like I want to try. I just, I try and try and try and try and fail a whole lot. And then finally it clicks and I get it and I'm like, Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. And now that's part of my workflow. Right. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's what, uh, that's what photography and art's all about. I think. Yeah. You know, I think that like, you know, with, Going back into just like the art of it, you know, not the photography, but Mm -hmm. I think that like, you know, with the, this resurgence of business that's going on in Greensburg and things, I think that, you know, that's going to serve you really well. I hope so. I think, yeah. So what's like one of the best things that has happened to you since you started running these businesses? Oh my gosh. That's a heavy question. Right. Um, Should yield a good result. (laughs) Oh. I don't even know. I mean, I just like networking with people and Mm -hmm. meeting people. Um, Honestly, like this year alone, it was a rough year. Personally, like in my personal life, it was funny. I turned 30 in April and I heard from a lot of people 30 was a rough year. Yeah. So I'm ready to like. I read your blog post. Thank you. I read every single one of them. (laughs) Yeah. So I I do. I blog randomly. Um, I used to blog like sessions that I would photograph. And then I was like. You know, my images should be telling the story. Like I can caption them, but I don't need to. I don't need to lay out this entire day for people. Right? Yeah. You know, because um, I know what happened, and the people involved know what happened. You know, that's kind of how I felt about that. But I did. I do just like to write in a weird way. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes, you know, photography and art definitely expression. And sometimes when that doesn't cut it, I'm like, how can I get out what I'm feeling? That's not gonna be doable in a painting, you know, especially because I'm going to just paint. And then what am I doing with this? You know, like Mm -hmm. a lot of my art is for other people. Um, sure. I make like decor for my own house, but, um, writing too is just an interest of mine. Um, so yeah, I do, I do like to blog and yeah, 30 was a rough year, but, um, I do, I am really happy with just how business has been even through the lows. I mean, and that, that's honestly just, what I'm super thankful for mm-hmm. is that, like you said earlier, there's so much flexibility and just freeness to, yeah. to doing what we do. And, um, that just that, I mean, I have a nephew who is 20 months. Um, and I always said I wouldn't be one of those people like, who's like, Oh yeah, this kid's like 465 months. So he's like a little <laughs> bit older than a year and a half, right, yeah. um, closer to two, but, um, just being able to spend time with him. I love him. He's yeah. like the coolest little guy. Um, he's crazy and wild, but um, he's a lot of fun and he's been a lot of fun for our family. Um, so just, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't even strictly remember the question, but um, just being able to just live life and make yeah. memories and not being caught up in the mundane and just how you were saying too, like 
getting up, going to work, hating it, being miserable, yeah. and then waking up and just repeating that. You know, we're it's not, like Groundhog's Day. Yeah, and we're not meant for that. You know, we're meant to kind of find out what fuels us, and like you said, just chase that. And I think Amen. when you can do that. And obviously benefit from it and make Mm -hmm. money from it. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that. I'm so incredibly, I just keep saying blessed, but I really don't know how else to say it. You know, like I wouldn't even call it luck. It was just the fact that I went for it and it's just, it's amazing. It's really awesome. I think that like, you know, just being able to do what you love Mm -hmm. um, and make that money. I mean, yeah, it's, it's imperative you have to, you, you, have have to. To. you gotta live, right? you know, and I think that a lot of people maybe get caught up in thinking, you know, like there was a bunch of people that I went to film school with mm-hmm. and, um, they, all of their goals and aspirations were to move to LA, mm. to New York and, you know, become these huge famous directors and all of that stuff. And it was funny because when my teacher got to me, he was just like, what do you want to do? <laughs> and I was like, I just want to run a video production company like in my town. Yeah. And the, right. And the guy was like, you are going to do it. Yes. And he like looked at yeah. everyone and was like, and I hate to, to say that like, this isn't going to happen for you because it might, but think small. Yeah. Work your way up. He was like, you know, you have the right idea. Mm-hmm. And that was just what I wanted to do. I mean, I thought that making TV commercials was like at that time, I thought that was like the big time. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm going to make TV commercials and it's going to be awesome. And everybody in my town's going to want one yeah. and I'm going to just make a shitload of money. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just kind of where I started mm-hmm. kind of the idea of it. And I just wanted to, to grow from there. And, and, you know, I think that, uh, one of the greatest things that's happened to me is just this business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, you know, I remember going to like my niece's birthday party uh, like on a Saturday morning and I would, you know, work all week, I'd go out Friday night to burn off all that stress <laughs> and not even want to be at my niece's birthday party. Right. And it yeah. sucked. And I would just like sit on the couch and be like, ugh, I just want to go home. Yeah. And, and it was terrible. It was a terrible time yeah. for, for that. So now it's just so nice that I get to like spend time with my family and my friends. And like, mm-hmm. you know, if my mom has off work, we go to the white rabbit, exactly. we'll grab some coffee, yeah. we'll go grab some lunch, something like that. Right in the yep. middle of the day. Exactly. You can do it. Right. If yeah. I want to go run at 10 a.m., then I go do it. Yeah. Doesn't and matter. I, I think there is so much truth to people who are literally miserable in their jobs when you know it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're the type who are always complaining about her. Like if you catch up with them and you're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, my job. You know, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, great, <laughs> great. Um, I think that that just feeds into everything else in your life, you know, mm-hmm. like mentally, physically. And that's the thing. That's the thing that we do the longest with our lives, you know, is our oh, yeah. job. And if you're going to be miserable and too, how you were saying earlier um, about like your hometown, I, I know photographers who are dying to go viral or trying to go viral yeah. or like trying to think of something they can post. And I was kind of the same way. I was like, man, I just, I just want to pay my bills and I want to impact the space that I'm in. Yeah. I don't need this like crazy nationwide recognition. Like I just, I want to feel good about what I do and what I'm putting out there and I want to make money from it. Um, and it's crazy. I, I bought my house at 25 and at the time I was making 10,000 more a year 
So, you know, yeah. people who are like, oh, I don't want to change, you know, I'm going to change this job. It's going to be such a pay cut, even though my husband works and we have, you know, he's the benefit holder and all that. And I'm like, do you know, do you know what I'm doing right now? Like, right. if I always joke, like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. You know, sure. you hear that all the time, but like, it's so true. You know, I'm making literally like thousands less yeah. trying to still afford the same things. But I'm not unhappy in my job, right. you know what I mean? And I think that that is just so important because really I, I really do too. Like I feel like when you get out of that, like you said, if you were mad all the time and just, it, it is, it's freeing on so many levels. It was tough. Yeah. It was really hard. I mean, like, you know, my current wife, I'm surprised she is my wife Aww. because like for real, I would come home, she'd be like, how was your day? And I would literally just like mumble. I would right. just be like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk. I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's tough because, you know, if I don't even want to talk about what's bothering me, there's no way I'm going to sit there and talk about fun stuff with her either. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she was, she was actually, whenever we floated the idea of me going off on my own, um, she was like, you have to do it. Like, you absolutely well, that's have good. To you need that support. So yeah, it really was. It was good. And, um, you know, I just wish I would have done it earlier. Like yeah. you're 30, you're 30 right now. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> I I'm feel so like, behind. I always, uh, that's such an incredible thing. <laughs> I would imagine I'm 36. So I'm just like, you know, I wish I would have done this when I was like 30 or something like that. But what I've come up with is just, I wasn't ready to do it. Mm. I wasn't ready at that time. Yeah. I think I was too scared to take that leap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the uncertainty of like the paychecks for sure. I mean, like, yeah, when you have a job and you know, you have guaranteed money coming in every exactly. other Friday. Yeah. Then it's like, whatever. Yeah. You know, you feel comfortable. Yeah. You do whatever you want. And like we said earlier, it's a roller coaster ride now. You it know, there's been is. months that I have absolutely just killed it and thinking like, if this continues, like right. I'm just, I'm going to be rich. Yeah. Like I'm going to be a loaded, you know, <laughs> loaded guy. Yeah. And then, you know, so you stock that money away and then all of a sudden you hit your low and you're like, Ooh, what am I doing? And <laughs> I made like a couple hundred bucks this month. Yeah. Like that's, that's oh, yeah. tough. Yeah. But you know, you gotta, you gotta prepare for that. So you for go sure. and you know, you dip into your savings and you pay your bills and you do what you have to do. Yeah. And you know, everything evens out. Yeah. It's all that ebb and flow. For sure. I, I do. I think it takes a certain person and a personality to, like you said, plan ahead. And that's yeah. literally what I have to do. Like I know how much money to make a month, a, a year, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is crazy. And that's kind of why I do like weddings because to me it's like, that guaranteed income. I I have brides who book me and they have to put money down with a contract just to lock that day in. Right. Um, and you know, weddings are my moneymaker. I'm not going to lie. You know, they, they pay my mortgage, um, and they make those payments. And, um, that is like, okay, I know that that day is full. I know that that's guaranteed income that day, Mm -hmm. but everything in between, you're just like praying, you know, it's like you can only do so much, but those people have to come to you. No yeah. matter what you're doing, how you're marketing, and I'm the world's worst marketer. I need somebody <laughs> to help me. Um, we can chat. Yes, please, because <laughs> I I need some help. But yeah, it's just, and that's what's crazy about what we do too. It's like 
anybody else in the corporate world, you're relying on that person to give you a paycheck. You know, you go and you do a job um, and somebody tells you how to do it and you do it and you get paid and you go home. And for me, it's like, I feel like I have to figure all this out on my own. I have to figure out what works, what doesn't. I'm working for me. Yep. I don't have somebody telling me what to do, how to do it, giving me money, you know? Um, So like I said, with my repeat people, that's why I appreciate them so much Mm -hmm. because- they're loyal, you yeah. know? I mean, as comfortable is the, as that is, like to get that paycheck and to have somebody kind of like putting you in autopilot almost, yeah. just like, hey, this is what you do. This is how you do it. Go make those widgets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's my job. Like that job I was talking about, it was, it was so cushy and I could have stayed there forever mm-hmm. if I just had a better attitude and didn't hate the fact that it was like, I basically just called it a video factory. Mm-hmm. The department that I was in was like the video department or whatever. And uh, I made videos and it just, it literally was like making widgets. Yeah. Like I did exactly what somebody told me to do. Yep. I passed it on to the next person. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. And it spit out at the end. And and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was just terrible. And I just like remember all the time, just like, saying how how crappy it was but then i have those friends who are just like man you work for this awesome company and you do this and you're like flying around on private jets and you're doing this and blah 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 and all this stuff and it's like yeah there's that but But, yeah you know i'm not happy at all yeah like it's terrible exactly and that's why i love kids so much because you know it's so typical to that question what do you want to be when you grow up and kids don't hesitate. They just are like, I want to be an astronaut or like, yeah. I'm going to do this. And as adults, we laugh and it's a shame because no, they should pursue that. Right. We shouldn't like, we should encourage and build up those dreams because as adults, you lose that and you work for somebody else and you're miserable. And in the back of your mind, it's always like, man, what if I could have done that? Or that thing that I was into, why didn't I pursue that? And yeah. who wants to live in regret? Yeah. Literally. So sometimes I feel like even if I do this big thing and I do fail, whatever failure looks like, you know, whether it's just losing a little bit of money, whether it's losing my house, mm-hmm. <laughs> having to move back home, which yeah. I love my parents, but I hope I would never have to do that. Right. But whatever that looks like, am I at the end of the day, am I going to regret taking that leap? Am I going to say, man, I should have never done this? Or am I going to say, you know what? I'm glad that I did it. Um, so, yeah, you should be glad. Thank you. How long have you been on your own? Like how many years have you been strictly on your own? Work-wise or yeah, living? Just work-wise. Um, literally since I think last June, June okay. of 2018. So here you are. I mean, you're still, you're still doing it. Yeah. Paying your bills. Yeah. Doing all that stuff. I think it's, it's fantastic. Like I, my wife had to remind me the other day, she was like, you've been, you haven't had a job like to to go to like a nine to five since 2017 yeah and i was just like man and every single day i wake up it's like the most exciting thing in the world yeah i like get up my office is up in my attic i like redid my attic to be like a studio Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like where i shoot any kind of like product stuff or anything like that and i do all my editing there um it's every single day I'm thinking like, this is the most incredible thing that, that has happened to me. Yeah. And it's like the day flies, Yeah, you know, before I know it, it's like, 
five o'clock. She's calling and she's like, Hey, I'm on my way home. Do you need me to stop the store? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have so much more stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And it just goes every single day. And yeah. like, I used to hate Mondays. Yes. Right. I'm in love with Mondays. Yeah. I used to hate Sundays because they were too close Sunday to scaries. Yeah. That's a thing I hear. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. I talked to a friend of mine who has a job and she's not happy at all currently. And she said one of the most depressing things to me just a few weeks ago, she was like, it was a Friday night and we were talking about hanging out the next day too. And I was like, you know, what do you guys want to do? It's Saturday night. And she was like, I actually get depressed on Saturday nights because I know that Sunday's there and then I know it's Monday. And I'm wow. like, holy shit. So your whole weekend's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> like you worked today. Yeah. We're having fun currently, <laughs> but like tomorrow you already hate yeah. everything. That and is depressing. I was just like, I sat there. We were at Toad's and I was just like sitting there and I was like thinking about this while she was talking to my wife. I'm just like staring off into nowhere and I'm like, I used to be this person. Right. I used to think just like this. That's true. Like, we I forget. It. Yeah. It's so crazy just to think that like, you know, now we're in a whole different, a whole different existence mm-hmm. now. You know what I mean? Like I just called the kid who did the documentary and we sat there and talked for an hour and a half about about video, mm-hmm. just shooting the shit. Yeah. You know, it was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's, it's, it's really awesome. Yeah. So. I hope, I mean, I, my goal was to be able to, honestly to continue to do life yeah. like this, you know? Um, and it's funny because it's like, Oh, June, 2018, like, wow, big deal, you know? But, um, I, I want to make it to two years, to four yeah. years, to 10 years, you know? And just those small goals, those yeah. small attainable goals. Like you've got a year under your belt. Yeah. A year plus. Yeah. I mean, you're you're almost at a year and a half. Yeah. In like two weeks. Yeah. You'll be oh, a year cool. and a half. I'll have to celebrate. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Thank you. I mean, I feel like, you know, getting, just marking off those like small attainable mm-hmm. goals is really what leads into, I know, drink every time you heard me say it, growth. It's just like, that's an important thing. Yeah. You know, to keep on moving. Right. So... I think it's very awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So where can people contact you? Where can they, where can they find you? Plug up all your stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on Facebook. Um, I do have a website. I'm on Instagram, which I can leave handles and links and all that. But, um, yeah, I have them different. I have different pages for, you know, Mm -hmm. the art and the photography. Facebook, the URL, it's facebook.com backslash art with Angie Shaw. And that's art with a, um, a photography, it's um, facebook.com backslash a photo GBG. Awesome. So those are very good. And I'll Facebook. have all those links down there in the description of this episode. But uh, I had a really good time talking to you. Same, Jordan. Thank awesome. you. I love this space, man. This is so cool. So cool. I yeah. think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna need you to put my logo up on this big blank canvas here. Let me know. I like the wall. Can I touch it? Yeah. It's oh. not. It's not it's wood. It's not what you think it is. It looks so real. <laughs> I love it. I know. Everyone that comes in is just like, hey, that's really awesome. You did a great job on that wall. And I'm like, <laughs> thank you very much. And they don't take the time to touch it. But it's literally two giant sheets of uh, something that looks... like Almost like a wallpaper or something. Cooler than it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you like fooled me. It's like masonite. Oh. Do you know like masonite? No. It's like, uh, it's like wood that's like that thick. Oh my. And so this is like, it's like a face, almost like a, uh, what do you call that? 
like a laminate or yes something. okay and it's just over top of that i love it yeah i love this whole vibe in here pretty wild. like i said it's really yeah. cool thank you so thank much you for having much. me absolutely <laughs> i'd love to have you back in whenever you know you got other things going on and for sure all kinds of stuff i wish you the best thank you likewise too i love what you're doing man awesome thanks so much thanks Ladies and gentlemen, that was Angie Shaw. What a fun episode that was. I've really been wanting to get into kind of my backstory and how I became an entrepreneur. And, you know, I think it's really healthy and it's really important for people to understand that if you're not happy at your job, find something that you are good at. Find something that you're happy with and chase after that goal. It's very important to be happy in life. And uh, I think this whole entire interview is proof of that. If you need some kick-ass signage for your business or some photography, you should reach out to Angie. She is an entrepreneur who is out there doing it. She's a doer and uh, she's making it happen and she's doing it for all the right reasons. So check out Angie Shaw on all of her social channels, Instagram and Facebook. You can just go up into the search bar and search Art with A and she will pop up. Or you can check out the description of this very episode to find those links. If you'd like to get some information on how you can advertise on this very show, you can email me at thelocal724 at gmail.com. You can send me a little something that I'll read in the introduction of these shows, and uh, we'll get some eyeballs on your business. We'll see you next time. Music.